So as you all know, I just returned back last week from an eight-day uh, conference called Credo. Uh, it is a conference of the Presbyterian Church. It is a conference that's designed specifically for pastors to spend eight days in an intensive conversation about who we are, where we are going, all centered around who we belong to. It was a fantastic week, and I am blessed to have been able to participate in it, uh, but I'm definitely blessed to be home with my family and, and with all of you. I also consider myself particularly blessed to have been able to spend the week where I did. I went to a, it was an Episcopal retreat center just outside of Asheville, North Carolina, or about an hour outside of Asheville, North Carolina, uh, perhaps one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life, and I've been a lot of places, and so it just, it was absolutely stunning. Uh, we were in the middle of a, an old ancient mountain range, and I believe that some of the mountains around me were part of the Great Smoky Mountains, and so these old rolling mountains just covered in green, and in the morning the fog would roll in, and the first couple of times, because I'm from the desert, I thought that the mountains were actually on fire. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that, the, that the fog and the clouds were smoke that was rolling in off, in off of the clouds and off of the hills. I didn't realize until later that that was, that was just the way that it looks out there. It was absolutely gorgeous. The uh, cabin that I was staying in was actually quite a far walk from the retreat center lodge where we had all of our meetings. And so anytime I wanted to go back to my room, uh, whether it was uh, for a bit of a break or at night, it was a, about a 15 to 20 minute walk down a hill, across a road, across a lake, across a river, uh, down another little trail, <laughs> and on into my cabin. And the thing about this walk is it was dark. It was dark. There were no lights on this road. There were no lights on the paths. There were no lights anywhere. It was dark the whole entire way. And I spent enough time in the city to know that that made me nervous. It made me nervous because I didn't know what was on that path. In fact, one day when I was walking to uh, when I was walking to lunch, I come along this path. I'm like, "Oh, look! It's a pretty turtle!" And I spent about 15 minutes looking at the turtle and talking to the turtle. I'm not even joking. Hi, Mr. Turtle. How are you doing today? I was so enamored of this turtle, and I took some pictures because. I just thought he was the most beautiful thing ever, and he looked like he was stuck, and there was one point in time that I was actually going to pick him up and move him because he was right in the middle of the path. Um, later I found out it was good that I did not because he was a snapping turtle and would have hurt me greatly. Uh, there was a quite, quite, a deal, quite a good deal of wildlife all the way around, and so walking in the dark on these paths made me a little bit nervous because you never might know what's on the path or coming down the hill. In fact, one night as I was headed back to my cabin, there was a group of us walking along to our cabins that were all in a row, and we're walking along, we're talking, and all of a sudden there was this great big crashing come running down the hill straight at us, and, and I did the uh, in completely wrong thing of I just ducked. <laughs> and the person in the front of the line says, everything's fine. I don't know what it is, but let's walk faster. <laughs> it was dark. And I couldn't see where I was going. And I didn't like it one bit. 
In general, I'm, I'm someone who likes to know what's going on. I like to know where I'm going. I like to know what's going to happen next. Call it control. Call it what you will. But I don't like the feeling of not being able to see what's in front of me. It's probably why math was such a good fit for me in, in my previous life, because it's logical. You follow those steps, and you know exactly where you're going the whole time. You do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and you do this, and you get to the answer, and it's clean, and it's beautiful, and you can see exactly where you're headed all the way along. And so it seems that perhaps Presbyterianism, as a branch of Christianity, would be a good fit for me. Because in a lot of ways, we are descendants of Calvin. And in Calvin's philosophies, he wrote quite a bit about something called predestination. The idea that we know where we are going because we can know that we are chosen by God. We are predestined to salvation. And so therefore we know for sure where we are going. Now, we don't quite go as far as Calvin did because he also went on to say that there were those who were predestined, predestined for damnation also. And that's something that, as modern Presbyterians, makes us a little uncomfortable to say that God not only said that these people were destined for salvation, but these people were destined for damnation. And so for modern Presbyterians, the way that we tend to look at it is that we can know and trust that God has chosen who God has chosen, and there is nothing that we can do to earn that or to lose that, because God's grace is unconditional, and it is irresistible. That once God's grace has been extended to us by God's choice, there is nothing that we can do except embrace it, accept it, and live into it. And we can trust in the hope that God has chosen us. Now I said before that it seems that for me, the type of person that I am liking to know where I'm going and where I'm headed and how everything's going to lay out, perhaps Presbyterianism is a good choice for me, but at the same time, perhaps it isn't. Because I think living into this idea that, that God has chosen us and there's nothing we can do about that except live into that in a lot of ways is like walking in the dark. Because we cannot see that step and say, okay, now if I just do this, then God will do this. And if I do this, then God will do this. And this, and this, and this, and this. And it all flows nicely. But instead, when we live into this idea that God's grace is unconditional and unconditionally extended to us and irresistible to those of us to whom it has been given, then we have to admit that grace is messy and it doesn't always make sense. And we have to admit that grace is one of those things that we have to live into not knowing where God is taking us. 
and we walk in faith, trusting that God is leading us on that path, but we just aren't sure where it goes or what's going to happen along the way. We take great comfort in the words of Paul who promises that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And so we take great comfort in the understanding that whatever happens along the way, whatever we encounter on the path, will work together for good for those of us who love God. But we can't see what that is and we can't see how those things will work together for good and we do not know where we're going and it is scary and it is uncomfortable. Quite a bit. Like walking in the dark. So what do we do? We grab onto the light that is the, the word that God has given us that sheds a bit of a light on the path showing us the steps right in front of us and we trust that Christ is there holding onto our hand like we just talked about with the kids. But more than that, sometimes we just have to learn how to walk in the dark. One night when we were walking back to our cabins late at night, it was about 9 o'clock and it was dark, dark, dark. We had been making this trek enough days that we knew where the steps were, we knew where the gravel ended and turned to dirt, we knew where the dirt ended and turned to pavement, and so we were pretty comfortable not throwing on our flashlights. We had become pretty comfortable walking in the dark with just the light of the moon to guide us, and then we looked up and we saw amazing things. A sky that was so filled with stars that I had never seen such a, a blanket of stars before. And then we looked out into the hills and we could see nothing but the twinkling of a million fireflies flitting in and out and lighting up the trees and lighting up the mountains with such beauty. <clears throat> had we, had I, not gotten to the point of trusting the path and walking in the dark, I never would have seen the beauty along the way. These are the things I never would have seen if the path before me was brightly lit. And so, sisters and brothers, I ask you this morning to consider what are the things of beauty that God is giving you and showing you along the way as you walk the path that is before us. The path that is unseen, sometimes unknown and murky at times, but when we hold Christ's hand and trust that he is leading us into good places and good things, what are the beautiful things, the beautiful moments, the beautiful truths, and the beautiful people that God is giving us and showing us along the way. Sisters and brothers, walking in faith is a lot like walking in the dark. It is sometimes frightening, many times uncomfortable, but often beautiful 
and well worth the journey. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, this morning we confess to you that too often we um, shy away from the path that you would have us go on because we don't know where it leads and, and we can't see the end. Help us to have the faith to walk in the dark, following where you lead, trusting that you are with us, trusting that all things will work together for good for your children. Help us to open our eyes and see the beauty that you have put around us on this journey. Help us to respond in joy and in love to that. Be with us, lead us, teach us, and guide us this and every day. Amen.